get ready. Yeah. Y'all ready for some live shit? Welcome. Welcome to the D, baby. It's all live down here. What you see is all real. What up, though? What up, though? Welcome back. Episode 306 of the What Up Don't Podcast. Yep. yep. Two consecutive weeks. <laughs> I mean, yeah, this, this is going to be, I mean, there's going to be consecutive weeks fairly nah, consistently. Yeah. You know? I joke be because right. we're, we're mostly consistent. So, shit, it ain't like we taking weeks off at a time all the fucking time and shit. So, yeah, I mean, hey, let, let niggas have lives on, on Wednesdays. Right. I know, right? And, and even then, I still went to like half the Pistons game. <laughs> right. You actually did shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm like, well, I, I mean, I, I didn't leave. I didn't skip the second half solely to do this podcast, but I will say that coming home to make sure that we didn't miss a week was definitely a factor. So, right, you know, right. like, you know, niggas can have lives every now and then. Like, you no, know, let niggas breathe. What, what's crazy is that I've been finding, like, stuff I've been wanting to go to. It's all been happening on fucking Wednesdays. And I'm like, why does shit happen on Wednesday? Why can't they pick Tuesday and Thursday? Like, right. <laughs> like all, all kind of shit. So, uh yeah. Anyways, yeah. I saw. I saw. I. I, I kind of forgot because I mean, you told me last week that you were, you know, obviously going start of the game, and I just forgot about it until like ten minutes before the game started and shit. Totally thought, um, forgot that they were playing home and playing, uh, uh, Milwaukee. Ha! Not Milwaukee. Uh, uh, Dallas. Who the fuck? Did they, Dallas Mavericks. That's what I was thinking. Mavericks. Mm-hmm. Um. I, I remember overhearing the other day. So when my job get tickets, they pretty much get them for customers and shit. So yeah, there were caucasoids sitting in your seats, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I figured as much because I was uh, sitting like in the perfect spot to be able to like look over to that area. Mm-hmm. And because and like I know where the seats are relative to that tunnel, so I'm like, uh, look, 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 like let me see who over there. <laughs> yeah, I looked and I seen this is like no, I think this was Monday, and I'm uh, um, the sales guy. He was. I heard him on the phone. Like, yeah, I got these tickets for Wednesday. I'm like, you fucker. He don't even want to go to the game. He was calling them to give them to him and shit. Like, you're not even going to enjoy the shit. You're just sucking up for sales and shit. Like, whatever. <laughs> you know, while I was there, I was um, I went to grab something to eat. I've been doing this. Uh, well, you know about it, but I'll tell the people on the podcast. I've been doing this in- in- intermittent fasting, and basically, I only eat between the hours of noon and eight, and then I just I don't eat again until noon the next day. And um, it was kind of hard at first, but now it's actually fairly easy. And I like the fact that it's uh, it's brought my appetite way down. Like I can't eat as much as I used to. I don't like once I hit that 12 o'clock and then I go eat, no matter how much I eat, I'm fairly satisfied throughout the rest of the day. Like I have to eat less so I don't get full. But um, anyway, that's not the point. Point being, <laughs> um, I knew I was going to the game and I'm like, well, I'm going to leave at halftime, but by the time halftime comes, it'll already be after 8 o'clock, so I'm going to have to eat at the arena if unless I eat for the last time at, like, 4.30, 5 o'clock, and I didn't want to do that. So I'm like, I'll get some, you know, get something, you know, normal at the arena, like nothing big or extravagant. So I'll be like, I'll just get, like, chicken, chicken tenders and fries, you know, something simple like that. And I'm sitting there eating them, and, like, this guy who looked like he was probably, like, I don't know, 15, 16, 17, somewhere in that range, sees like a friend of his that 
I guess he didn't expect to see at the game. And they, you know, they meet up right behind me and I hear them talking and uh, it's no point in trying to relay what they were talking, but it, listen to the conversation. I was laughing because I'm just like, man, I hope I didn't sound that fucking dumb when I was 17. <laughs> like, man, these kids, like, man, these kids just sound like they just like, I don't know, like they just can't really communicate outside of like very basic, very basic levels. I'm like, oh man, and I'm like, this is cute that they're happy to see, but bad, these motherfuckers sound dumb. <laughs> happened to you before though uh i remember you were mm-hmm. talking about uh yeah uh, yeah uh, i don't remember in the, when in line. i think it was in line oh for the, yeah whatever comedy yep, show. yeah it was uh in line for um bill burr yep yep same same yeah exact same exact same thing i realized that i'm not around so a lot of i'm not around a lot i'm not around a lot of strangers like that's really talkative and a lot of shit that i do most of the places um me neither. That's why I notice it. Yeah, happens. yeah, yeah. I'm never like I. So when I went up over to last weekend to uh, well, weekend before or whatever to Holland to uh, New Holland pick up beer, I was at this I'm one. Cigar. You better be way more specific. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. Holland <laughs> <laughs> to pick up beer, uh, and so I went to the cigar shop, and there's these two young guys coming. I think they it like they may have they well. They had on Michigan State jerseys. I don't, I mean, hoodies. I can't, I shouldn't assume they went to Michigan State. Anyway, just young kids, younger, I guess old enough to smoke, but whatever. And they were just having like, and like to you, to your point, having a like weirdest conversation. And then they couldn't figure out how to keep their cigar lit. So that was just a weird, but I didn't want to be that dude that's trying to help them. They ain't actually, you know, unsolicited help and shit. Mm-hmm. So I'm just over there watching them struggle and shit. And I'm just like, oh, like kids, God damn it, kids wasting a fucking cigar. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, I I do like the fact that uh, who those specific kids were kind of just like interested in doing that. Like, because I, I feel like right, it's got right. an old man thing. Like, and I feel like I like the idea of it reaching like younger and younger. No, yeah, you know, and that, to that point, cool. yeah. And I didn't even think about that. I mean, it wasn't annoying, but it was just like I was just watching them interact and try. He kept trying to use uh, matches. And he had like this bigger gate cigar. And I'm like, that shit's gonna never work. Like he's not gonna Ooh. get it. <laughs> mm, yeah. And so, but yeah, and then yeah, it was yeah. And he was like, Should I puff from this end? And I'm like, no, you shouldn't. That's what I wanted to say. <laughs> like, I was like, you know what? Just to, you know, no, 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 no. <laughs> right, right. That's exactly that's why I was kind of like almost buttoned in, but but not really and shit. So but yeah, I I, I totally get that. Totally get that. <laughs> So where are we going with this? Uh, oh, you were talking about the people at the. At the um, I thought you were going to say some shit how they was eating like some extravagant shit or something. Like I figured I, I thought this was going to be food related. Oh um, no! When, no. <laughs> when you uh, when you said that, so they do have uh, interesting food options in there though. A lot of different. Would you, you grab something? Kia Rock Show or something? <laughs> no, they don't even have that in there no more. <laughs> yeah, I know they. Uh, they, they really <laughs> but no, yeah, shit. I just like I said, I just grabbed some chicken tenders and fries from one of the uh things on the concourse but it was like one that's specifically for chicken like i feel like you can go to like somewhere else and get chicken tenders and fries and they'll just be like blah but this one was like specifically like a chicken uh i don't know chicken <laughs> i don't know what to call it like whatever chicken place the, shit. All right. the, yeah chicken place yeah on the concourse and it was like specifically it had like tyson chicken logos and stuff i'm like okay they must have different kind of chicken tenders here and i got them chicken tenders the bitches was fire 
I'm like, oh, well, this is going to be I'm my just, spot. <laughs> I, 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 think, I think I've just been spoiled since I've been going with tickets from the job is that I haven't bought food from there and I don't remember how long. Oh, hell no. Yeah, don't buy. <laughs> yeah, hell no. <laughs> like, like, man, what was that fire ass thing? <laughs> from, oh, from last oh you talking about that? Uh, it was like a seafood no, it was like ball a little or ball. something. Yeah, it was like yeah. a salmon croquette ball or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> My like, fuck was good as fuck. <laughs> I'm like, I'm asking you, like, how's the corn? You're like, I don't know. I never had a fork. I just can't. Yeah. Eat the ball. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't give a fuck how the corn is. <laughs> yeah, that corn was good as hell too, though. But uh, I, I had like five of motherfuckers. <laughs> All right, I went back and I went back and got more. And my man's like, "Yeah, the bug's good, ain't that?" Yeah, like, right. Yeah, you said yeah. the same thing to me too. I was like, "Yeah, no, nah, them motherfuckers yeah, the go hell. hard." <laughs> yeah, man, them, them tickets is just I, like I was. Just, I was telling somebody like, "Man, it's hard to have to go to regular and actually buy a ticket and actually go buy real food and got and and actually buy a drink." Like, what the fuck, dude? Like that shit seems so ghetto, man. <laughs> Say a ghetto. <laughs> like, so I go to a game home. and buy buy food and drinks. <laughs> so, but but it's funny because when we get tickets from Tigers, <laughs> though, there's no amenities other than the seats and shit. So uh-huh. I end up, you know, buying my own shit there anyway or whatever. So I'm actually looking forward to get some tickets uh, to the Tigers this year. Um, yeah, I think I, I should be able to get tickets to the Tigers too. And, uh, oh, okay, that's dope. My job is one of the uh, official sponsors this season. So, yep. Y'all get like Hopefully a uh, sweet or some shit? Probably. Okay. I'd much rather have the seats that your job gets than be in a suite, though. But the suite would come with the food, but it wouldn't come with alcohol. I think they, well, I think sometimes, well, I don't know how they do it at Tigers games. At Pistons games, if we get a suite through the job, uh, I think it includes like wine and beer. Okay. okay. But yeah. 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 Uh, hopefully I'll be able to snack something. Yeah, I feel like this year I probably and usually I am like I've had some years um where they just wanted to get rid of this, they just wanted to use the seat. So it was like a one o'clock game. And my boss gave me tickets at like 12 o'clock, like just take the rest of the day off. I'm like, shit, say less. Right. <laughs> I was about to say that, like, say less, my nigga. <laughs> I am out. And it was one of the days where I didn't, I couldn't, no one, everybody was busy. I mean, and it was like an hour before the game. So it was like I couldn't even. So I just scanned all the tickets and you know, I sat there to like the fourth inning, then I just went over to La Casa afterwards. Like I, I didn't really want to stay the whole game, and I think it was a whack team too. So I was yeah. like, yeah, I just I just got a day off with a day off pay, half day off pay. So yeah. that's what I'm gonna do. So, um, so I guess we jump right in. Um, so we've been we wife and I have been house hunting and we finally I'm glad you clarified seriously. that because if you just said we've been house hunting <laughs> like not me and him <laughs> no <laughs> like he has his own house his own wife his whole thing right. you know uh so we started kind of seriously house hunting in January and we had been waiting you know we was paying off some debt trying to get our score up you know all that shit so finally started in January and you know I had that's my first time house buying. Never done it. Never knew the process, all the paperwork and all the other crazy shit. You know, so initially we were we started off wanting to having an option to build, which means we would have to find a place piece of land because excuse me, because we didn't like so the the builder that we found, we didn't like the subdivisions that they were building in. And so we want to just find some land. So cool. So we're doing that, but at the same time looking for homes, you know, for sale as well. So as, after waiting for like our mortgage loan approvals and all that shit, the prices went up 
for the realtor. I mean, I'm sorry, for the, the builder. It went up like 20 or 30 grand and shit. So that kind of pushed us out of our like price range which we wanted to spend. So we're like, fuck it. Let's start looking at houses again. <laughs> so start looking at houses and, you know, we find the houses. And so we're bidding on them, you know, all this stuff, about, you know, we're, we're, so for instance, the first house we bid on, uh, we end up bidding 10,000 over, which I felt was very generous. And we end up, and you, I know, you know, the, um, the whole process and shit. We did that. We, uh, I think we had like seven to eight grand on like earnest money and all this shit. Like we just felt like we was in really good positions and shit. Outbid. Next place. We bid like 10 or 12 over, you know, upped our earnest to like a thousand more, some shit like that. Um, I'll bid again. And we just like, what the fuck? So we finally start getting, uh, finally start seeing what these houses were going for to get us the idea of like how, how, how crazy the market is. So one house that we uh, bid on went 41,000 over asking. Damn. Yeah. Um, and they not only, now there's another house that we haven't um we haven't got the numbers back, but we figured it'd be around that. They went probably about the same over and they were waiving contingencies. So I know you know that mean, but for mm-hmm. people that may not know that mean, they were waving shit like home inspections and shit and all this. And I just don't I, I just don't understand like how can you pay potentially 40,000 over asking for a house and waived inspections and shit. Like that right. shit just seems fucking nuts to me. Like you get in the house and the fucking basement floods or you need a, a roof or whatever Foundation. the fuck happens. Foundation <laughs> issues. Like that shit just seems nuts to me, man. And I, I, I mean, it's probably, it's great that you guys didn't have to deal with the, the, the fuck shit of the market or whatever. Or I don't know. Oh, how no, I, no, I did. <laughs> oh, you did. Okay. I'm sorry. Well, yeah, let, because let me not we, assume. Well, well, yeah, because we the what you just explained happened to you happened to us the fir- first time. So this okay. time, this time we came in and did exactly what happened to you and bid way over asking price. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. like we didn't, we didn't um, forego anything. Like, but you know, like there's a there, like compared to the first time, I feel like we did kind of luck out. But mm-hmm. at the same time, like you know we knew going in like let's not fuck around and then we had a really good realtor who like told us like you should bid this much and was like yeah they got other offers yada 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 so we did we did and we got lucky you know getting it on the first try like that but like but that was because we went through the experience the first time so right right yeah but that that happened to us we got outbid a bunch of times and we were shopping around in detroit and like the prices are just generally lower so we were getting outbid, but not outbid crazy. Because like if you say if you're looking at a three hundred thousand dollar house, you might get outbid like you said forty thousand or whatever like that over asking. But if you're looking at an eighty thousand dollar house, you're not gonna be looking at people bidding forty thousand over. Like right, no one's paying yeah. half the value over and shit. Right. right, it would just be like you know five grand over something like that but See, that would piss me off though like five grand because i know i could have did it you know what i'm saying like that yes but it, that's yes but, it did but at piss the same me time off. you know <laughs> like, i could have did that <laughs> oh so that's how this works <laughs> yeah now can't you now, now i know there's a such thing is like i'm and i'm learning a lot of shit you probably know more about than me i mean is there a situation where you did you guys use like escalation clauses and shit oh, where no, they were know what that is so from my understanding, 
uh, it's kind of like um, uh, cigar bid, and you put your highest in, but uh, you put your max in. Oh, but okay. if the lowest is going up, it meets the, the the lower price of that until it meets your max. Oh, similar nice. situation. That yeah. is exact same as uh, yeah. eBay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> eBay. Yeah, 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 yeah. So. So we never got to that point though. So okay. <laughs> like we had one house, it was like 20, 20 offers on that house. Another house was another, you know, whatever. But th- the crazy part is that 41, that 41,000 wasn't even the highest. We had a situation, another, well, we didn't um, actually um, uh, bid for the house. It was just a house that we were looking at. That house went 61,000 over. Damn. Yeah. And I'm just like, what the fuck? So, one, uh, so basically, what we're going, where we're going to do now is that we're going back to the bill because what it, what happens is we end up having to like up our up the price that we wanted to spend when we did the bidding. And so, with the bidding, we like fuck. If we were willing to pay for this, you know, for houses that are already existing, why not go back and actually try to build some shit that we want that's ours and spend that same amount of money or whatever. So we got to meet no Friday because we found we're going to go with a, a less expensive bill and we found land that would probably uh, work out for us. So um, we have a meeting Friday and, you know, saying hopefully that goes well. But yeah, this is this market is fucking crazy. Dog. I just don't understand where people got like extra 60, 40, 60 grand over. Like, do you even give a fuck what the house is worth? You know what I'm saying? Like, it just right. seems crazy as fuck to me, man. Yeah, I it just, is. I just don't. I, I don't understand enough of the industry. Like, I, I'm gonna probably. I'm gonna hit Sophia and submit some uh, questions to her husband because I listen mm-hmm. to her, her husband has a, a podcast for real estate podcast. He need to stop that and start chopping wood. Uh, right. <laughs> yeah, you, you got <laughs> to be more manly and shit. You know, um, Sophia, that's not a dig at him. We will get to that later. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, they, they have a, uh, I think it's called That's, what is it? That's all about real estate or something like that. But yeah, but I've been listening to their uh, podcast lately and they've been just talking, they were talking about that this week about, you know, just uh, <coughs> houses going over and, you know, being a seller's market, which is all, you know, stuff we know and stuff like that. So it's, it's pretty interesting. So I've been, I've been a, a big fan of that, just trying to, and I'll be, and, and it's funny, I'm listening, I'll be like, I did the same shit. I did the same fucking shit, you know, <laughs> <laughs> about this, about bidding over and all this other stupid shit. So, but yeah, so hopefully things go well with our meeting Friday, but yeah, I think the whole building, building is probably going to be an option. I just couldn't see like spending that much money and we got to, won't get it exactly like from all of the, the housing shows I watch and stuff, they always push that whole 80, 20 rule. If it's, you know, 80% of what you want, you should consider that place. And I just mm-hmm. don't see myself, we don't see ourselves spending that much fucking money and not, and it is like 80% is a, 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 a great number, but not if you're spending that much fucking money and you're not getting everything you want. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like that just, that shit just seems fucking nuts to me, man. So we'll see. Yeah. I think it's kind of like, it's a combination of, uh, willing being flexible but also like some kind of luck because like at the end of the day man like i i will tell anybody in a heartbeat that we really lucked out in the situation that we got with this house Mm -hmm. because it did have pretty much everything that we would have wanted the only and had stuff that we weren't even 
really like like the stuff that was not even on our radar. And it was like we came out here like we can have this for, for the price that we we willing to pay. Like, OK, so like, you know, we were like, I think my wife probably would have wanted a bigger kitchen, even though the kitchen is fine. But like, I think she probably would have wanted a bigger kitchen and even more counter space. But it's like, okay, are we going to give up the house with the pool and the hot tub and like all this right, land, right, right. all this space, all these rooms, this damn big? Like, we don't get, we'll give all that up to have a bigger kitchen. Like, and hopefully yeah. we can find something that has all this same shit. Like, all yeah. the houses in this neighborhood don't even have pools. Like, I think mine, me and the people who live directly to my right are the only people on this block that got pools. So, like, I'm not saying on this block, but in this neighborhood that got pools. So, yeah, I mean, like, so it was it was luck too. And yeah, the one house we one house we looked at had a uh, the hot tub off of the uh, bedroom, mm-hmm. and I just I, I just kept picturing myself just going out to that motherfucker, not having to cut through anything else. Cut it had the, the you know the sliding doors. Oh, like you could bedroom. go out of the bed. Oh, okay. I thought you meant it was yeah. just near. And the actually, bedroom. that you was go the out only, the bedroom to go to. Actually, it. that was the only access they had. Like I would probably make it where other access if I had people over. But right. currently, the access was only from the bedroom, and it was closed off in the outside. It had like fencing and shit. So oh, okay, it, you know. It, so I the one thing I uh in the uh um Sophia's husband podcast. And what I've learned from other stuff is that don't get emotionally attached. And I got emotionally attached to both houses. Like I was picturing shit. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and, and, How can like, you not? Like, yeah, I mean, it's hard. I don't. Yeah, that you gotta have a stone fucking heart to just not. You know, you go into a because. You go into a place looking and you you're trying to like figure out how how am I gonna like this? How am I gonna how this is gonna work out? Like, yeah. you know, you start bedroom. picturing yourself in that. Yeah, you're picturing like, yourself yeah. and that, you know, and that's a that fucking attachment, you know. Right. So was you know picturing myself and shit, and you know, so but yeah, so um, but this next place, hopefully it'll give us the space I could do my man shit in the backyard and you know, not have to take up a lot of space and you know, so forth. So because I was already making concessions. The two houses that we looked at that we really liked, I made concessions because the yard wasn't big as I wanted, you know, and so I, I was like, I couldn't probably get a shit. I'll probably have to make a room in the basement and you know, shit like that. I really want a three-car garage. I still don't know if that's gonna be feasible. But I'm um, trying to figure it out. So, you know, those are the, but I'm like, do I really want this to be in my 80 or my 20%? You know, like, do I, what mm-hmm. the fuck do I really want to lose at the same? I mean, because, I mean, you can get whatever you want if you want to spend the fucking money. I, right. I'm already, you know, stressed about the amount that we're trying to spend, you know? So it's just like, fuck, dude. But I'm not as, I'm not mad at, I'm not mad at this at the house going the house that we lost because they they spent 40 over i'm like we were definitely not doing that shit so i mean yeah that, that helps <laughs> we wasn't even in contention so i mean if that yeah. fucker went five it's you know maybe 10 i might have been a little pissed but i still didn't want to spend that much but 40 yeah they kissed my ass like that, that definitely <laughs> definitely wasn't nothing i was going for so right <laughs> man 40 <laughs> yeah i think that way i wouldn't feel as bad about like oh man i really wanted that house they pay what Oh fuck! Right, <laughs> waving shit and all the shit. Like, how you gonna? You don't know what the fuck's wrong with that fucking house, and you, you know, because I know you can. They have it. There's a, there's a sit. There's a contingency or something where you can get an inspection, but an inspection is only for your knowledge of what's wrong with the house. It doesn't affect the buyer conceding or take. I mean, I'm sorry, the seller conceding or taking off money so say mm-hmm. you found that you know there's a crack in the foundation well that's just for your knowledge 
seller isn't budget on the price either you pay it or you don't you know what i mean Damn. so right so i'm just like uh like uh, this this is it's a lot it's a lot a lot that i've learned definitely so um it's been interesting so we'll see hopefully hopefully it works out we can do this build and i'm i'm really kind of over the process already and it's only been like two three months like this mm-hmm. shit's for the birds i'm just i'm just kind of want to be done with it and so uh, yeah we'll see and you don't want to deal with that like I'm envisioning myself in this house. Oh, now I can't have it over and over and over. Like that gets no. depressing. Like, oh, this is frustrating. Not I, I, I tweeted about this whole process and I've had people come back. Somebody said, I don't know if it's a Twitter or somewhere else, but somebody said they had, they got, they got outbid 20 times. Oh my goodness. One person said they got bid 12 times. And I'm like, I don't understand Damn. how you go through it. Like, that Damn. just seems fucking nuts, dude. 20 fucking times? Man, I, yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's rough. Like, I think in, with the last house, we, this, like, this one we got on the first try. Like, I think this is the only house we bid on. I don't remember. Yeah, I'm pretty sure this is the only house we bid on. So we got this on the first, first go. So we got lucky on this one. And then um, I think the, the last house, the one in Detroit, I think before that we might have bid once or twice before we got the one that we ended up getting. So like oh, it wasn't man. it wasn't that bad. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see, man. Like I said, it's been a hell of an experience, though. That's for sure. And then hopefully I don't have to do this no more. So. <laughs> yeah, I, I figured uh, your you guys' home is what they call a forever home. And you guys would be there <laughs> until you until something crazy happened or you know uh, whatever the case. I'll find something way better. Um, hey, I have a really fucking nice house. So I'm like the fact that if y'all could potentially find some way better, I'm like y'all motherfucker hit the lotto or something. Like what the fuck's going on here? That would be the only way. Like even if we did hit the lotto and got like uh, got like mad rich and and was like oh man we can get a dope house. I don't even know if I would want to sell this one. Like I'd probably just be like, I almost feel like I'd keep it as like a backup, <laughs> like a backup house. Or backup something. house. <laughs> like, Fucking like, backup house. <laughs> like, because I don't even know if I would like. I, I don't. I like. I. I can't even say for certain I would want to move out of this one. I might just be rich as fuck and just still keep living here. Like it's just no, like, I mean, all right. Well, I don't. No, I don't I have don't to see, have no job no more. But no, I don't. I, I, all I'm saying is this: paying off your house. Maybe upgrading shit you may want to upgrade if you want to. Not, yeah, you just live in that motherfucking shit. Yeah. Like, what else can you really do? You know, I mean, yeah, you can I mean, upgrade it, you know, do some. Yeah, that's probably what that's probably what would end up happening. It would be some kind of renovations or something. Like to just change whatever we want it. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, I, I, I'm like, I like it here. I don't really, I don't really right, feel the right, need to leave. Right. right. Like, do we have to? Like, yeah. Yeah. So, anyway. Um, I don't know where you want to go next. Oh, okay. So, um, uh, I, I have a, a quick thing and then we, I got, I got a direction we can go in. Um, over this weekend, we went to, uh, Canada for my youngest daughter's birthday, which was this past Saturday. And she turned three. We went to, uh, her mother's house in Canada to have like just a little small get together, whatever. We was over there, um, uh saturday afternoon till sunday evening uh roundabout and then thursday and friday we went to great little great wolf lodge which was a cool experience because well let me explain for people who might not know because i think this place is only in ohio but uh great wolf lodge is uh an indoor water park 
So it's like one big ass looks like kind of like a, a wooden hotel and it's massive. And you, you know, you get the rooms or whatever, and it's mainly families and whatnot. Rooms are pretty goddamn big because, you know, they're for families and you can you don't have to leave out like you. The water park is indoors. The area where the water park is at is heated and everything. And you can just kind of like go back and forth from your room to the water park. And it's just uh, this good thing for people to swim at. And we went there and, um, you know, my kids and my wife got to do all the water activities. And, um, yeah, I spent most of my time out on the patio smoking cigars and watching the Pistons. So I had a good time there. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, for sure. uh, we went to Canada for, for my daughter's birthday, like I said. And I watched like I watched WrestleMania on Saturday night which was because there was no there was no UFC. There was no boxing. There was no Pistons game. There was nothing going on Saturday. And I'm like drinking and smoking and shit. I'm like, let's see. I might as well watch WrestleMania. And I watched WrestleMania for the fir- for the first time. in I've, I couldn't even tell you how long. And that was a uh, that was an interesting experience. <laughs> that was I mean, it was fun. I enjoyed it. The coolest aspect of it was once I started to get too high and drunk, I'm like, oh, OK, it's probably about time for me to go hop up in his bed and I was waiting for Stone Cold Steve Austin to uh to come out and I knew it was like the last thing and I was at that point but I was just getting to the point where I'm like man I don't know how much longer I can stay up <laughs> so I took my tablet into the bedroom we were staying in and I just got in the bed and I just kept watching from my tablet my daughter uh my older daughter came in and um she was laying there watching it with me and it was like super hype with Stone Cold and shit he hasn't had a match in 19 years. I haven't seen him in probably exactly that long. So, uh, and it was fun. And she was getting hype. And it was, that was like a really fun experience. Like I was having a good time. And, and again, you know, I was high. So I was prone to having a good time. Right, but right, right. but uh, it was, it was, it, it was extra cool having her there being hype with me. So that was cool. And then Sunday, same kind of running it back. There was a, the Pistons game was at uh, five o'clock. So, I decided like things were kind of slowing down. You know, Saturday was pretty hectic with the birthday stuff. So uh, Sunday was a little bit slower and probably around 12, one o'clock. I was like, all right, everything's super chill. We put the girls down for a nap and I'm like, all right, I guess I'll go because I've been chilling in their garage, uh, you know, smoking cigars and shit like that in there. So I was like, I'll go chill in the garage and and hang out in there. So I go to figure out what I'm going to watch. It's probably about one or two o'clock in the afternoon i'm thinking like okay pistons game come on at five i'll chill out here until five o'clock i mean well not chill out here but i'll find something else to watch till five o'clock and then i watch the pistons game so i decided i was going to turn on this new gerard carmichael special that i saw on hbo max and i saw it the previous night but i didn't know it was new because i was turning on bill maher on friday night and exit so this was actually two nights ago I was turning on Bill Maher on Friday night and I had seen something about Gerard Carmichael was airing before it. And I assumed it was just some old thing or whatever. But uh, my wife's cousin was telling me about it. He was like, yo, did you watch that Gerard Carmichael special? I'm like, oh, he, oh, that was a new thing. I was like, I seen that. I didn't know it was new. He was like, yeah, you got to watch that shit. He was like, don't read nothing about it. Just just watch it. I'm like, all right. And then I saw he hosted SNL on Saturday night when I was watching WrestleMania. So I'm like, Gerard Carmichael must got something going on. So like, let me let me check this shit out. So uh, I will pause there and go. So have you watched the, the Gerard Carmichael special before? Yes, we I have watched it. Yep. 
Okay, so I'm trying to figure out how how and well, I mean, we can't talk about it without spoiling it, but at the end of the day, it's a stand-up special, I suppose. So I mean, <laughs> and then it, and then what happened during it was a pretty big deal, so a lot of people might have seen it on Twitter. But so I knew about the spoiler of the of the of it before I watched it. And I don't know yeah. if it was a and I don't know if it was necessarily a spoiler because that's how I found out about it. It was like, oh yeah, so, and I did, I just figured that was announced before to people before the that you know whatever. So I didn't know that that was a real spoiler. And I was like, when I watched, it, like, oh okay, yeah. So um, it was announced during that special, and oh no no no, I understand that. I was, I, I, was, I guess I was just trying to say I don't know if I didn't know if the advertisement said that about it. I don't because, think so. Okay. Um, no, I think that was supposed to be part of the experience. So when I saw him on, uh, and I, I'm just real quick, when I saw him on, he did that snippet on Saturday Night Live. Mm-hmm. People were talking about what had happened on the on the show on in the stand up. So I knew then before I watched it, and I'm like, oh, okay. So that's similar to what happened to me as well. Um, I was avoiding any kind of, I want to say spoilers, but I wasn't looking into the special at all. Because my wife's cousin was like, don't look into it. So I'm like, all right, cool, I won't. So I'm chilling, like, and this is the same day, like when the same day that I ended up watching it. So earlier on Sunday, uh, I saw a link that was like, you know, I'm like on Peacock and shit, and I'm looking for, you know, WrestleMania stuff or whatever, because WrestleMania happened again on Sunday night. And they were like, watch the uh, watch Gerard Carmichael's SNL, uh, SNL monologue. I'm like, cool, I'll watch it. And then he talked about it in the monologue. And I said, God damn it. <laughs> like, I was like, I was like, I was like, oh yeah, I'm like 30 minutes from watching this shit, and I just got spoiled on what what's supposed to happen. But um, all that to say, uh, he the 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 concept of the special was secrets, and he reveals several secrets in this special. But the main one was that he came out as gay, and right. that was the main point of the special, and everything that kind of surrounded it like led up to it or dealt with fallout from it where he kind of talked about after he revealed it to the audience he talked about uh how various people in his immediate circle friends family reacted to it when he told them and so it's pretty much the whole point of the special uh so i i guess i'll ask you there at this point how did you feel about the special as far as one, how did you like it? But then two, how did you look at it as a special? Because most people are going to look at that and expect a, you know, a, your standard comedy stand up. And this was not that. So uh, let's let's get your thoughts on on the special and how you felt about it as a like as a special with, within the realm of comedy stand up. Um, I, I got over real quick the whole thing, the whole concept of it just, you know, not being a laugh out loud, you know, funny comedy special. Um, because, you know, we had already talked to somebody who said they didn't, you know, it wasn't funny. And so I just assumed they didn't like it, but it could have been the mood they were in and so forth. Uh, but, well, I'll first say I absolutely enjoy every bit of it. Uh, it it, it, it kind of seemed less like a comedy special and more of just I need to get some shit off my chest. Mm -hmm. You know, kind of like, 
you know, you know, some of the it kind of was like Dave Chappelle esque, like the times he's been in like those like small like venues and shit, and he's just sitting there smoking a cigarette and shit, just mm-hmm. talking and shit. That's how it kind of felt. Um, but it just for me, I just I I enjoy his transparency. Uh, I I won't say enjoy. That's well, I I what's the word I want to use? How enjoy is a bad word to use, but I I guess I'll use that for the sake of argument. Enjoy him talking about the different relationships he had with the different family members. Um, about him coming out, about the other secrets, you know, about his dad and, you know, him dealing with his brother and, you know, his female friends and stuff like that. Like, I think it was really introspective and I was just really like, I was just into it. Like, when he, when you know, when he'd be sitting on stage and he's like grabbing his face and shit because he's just fresh and he, he's trying to communicate to us. I was sitting there with like my hand on my chin, like kind of like the same way and shit, just waiting on him to say shit. You know, because I just I like I felt bad for him, and I know this wasn't a, a a I don't think he did this for pity, but I just felt the emotions of, and I haven't had to go through any of the stuff he had to go through with that, but I just felt I just felt bad for him, you know, because he obviously wasn't getting for the most part the reactions that he he wanted, you know, like he wasn't getting the acceptance fully from his family and so it was just like wow i just was i just commended them just you know being able to be honest and you know share that with you know shit the fucking world mm-hmm. <laughs> you know and so i i i enjoyed it you know i i after like 10 minutes it wasn't even like a comedy special to me it was just you know it was a nigga on stage just trying to just just figure shit out as he went you know Cause a lot of it, I mean, I mean, I know he probably had a script of what he wanted to talk about, but a lot of it just seemed like it just was coming off the hip as far as shit he was going through and stuff, you know. So I, I, I totally enjoyed it. I, I wasn't really that familiar with him, um, but that made me want to check out anything that he's involved with, you know. Yeah, he is pretty funny. Um, yeah, it sounds like we had the same experience. Uh, that's 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 how I that was that was my experience as well. You know, I thought it was I thought it was pretty fantastic I thought, I, 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 and powerful. You know, I, I was mm. watching it like just like you, like when he's having these moments, just, I was just sitting there like leaning forward, looking, yeah, looking at yeah. my screen like like oh, like this is like you're, you're, when you're experiencing something that real and that raw, like you can't help but be invested in emotionally in it. Yeah, absolutely. Like it, it's like, because it, I think what made it different, well, there's a, there's a few things that made it different, but when you watch a comedy stand-up, this is an act that this person has performed multiple times. We're just seeing one version of it. So, like, you know, both Kevin Hart and Chris Rock are going on tour right now. Kevin, whatever, what, this Kevin Hart show, everybody who goes to his show is going to see this same shit. One of those shows, say in New York, Philly, or something like that is going to and then everybody else is going to see it too. So it's like, the, you know, it's just the, the same act and it just happens over and over and over and eventually we see it online. This was clearly not a, a thing that he has performed multiple times. Like this was a thing where HBO was like, hey, Gerard, we got a third one on deck for you. And he went, 
this is probably a good time for me to do this. (laughs) And probably made everyone in that little comedy club sign non-disclosure agreements. Like, Mm -hmm. you can't talk about this shit. And he just went and he just sat down in front of a small room with people and just bared his soul. And it was like, it was so powerful to watch. And like, like you said, you know, you sitting there just watching like what's going to happen and, and and not what's going to happen, but like, you know, just w- waiting to see what he's going to say and how he's going to react to stuff. And it had like audience, audience participation. Like, I, like they were talking, asking questions and he were like, yeah, you know, answer and, them on the fly and shit, you know? Yeah. And, and it was like, if he didn't have an answer, he re- he didn't you know make up an answer and shit. It's just like shit. I don't know shit. You know what I mean? He was yeah. he was going through it. You know, as he was as the show was you know was going, man. I thought that was just it was it was just really real, man. Yeah, and it, it was just it was just a dude bearing his soul at a very very vulnerable time and revealing very vulnerable uh, information that you know that dealt with like okay, this is how you know, my mom's reaction is impacting me. And like one thing that they did that I think made it even better was how it was shot. Uh, you know, like a lot of times a comedy special, you have, uh, you might have, you'll probably have more than one camera, but in general, you're just seeing that guy on stage from different angles. This was shot in a way that made it feel like we were in just as intimate as a place as the people who were there. Oh like, yeah. You know, like I said, th- this place didn't look very big. It looked like it probably holds a hundred people. And that's like a hundred people. Like if it's packed, like there probably w- wasn't a hundred tickets sold to this thing. And like, but the way it was shot, it felt like we were in that room because they were always so the camera was always so tight on him. And I was listening to a podcast that talked about the special and they were saying that it was filmed by Bo Burnham. Uh, are you familiar with Bo Burnham at all? No, not at all. Uh, he's like a white dude who does like, I guess, a unique brand of comedy as well. He had a special that he put out on Netflix during the pandemic that he filmed by himself during the pandemic. And it's just like all filmed in like his attic and shit. And he has all of these elaborate mic setups, light setups. And he really just and he performs songs, but they're supposed to be funny songs. It's like it's like uh, it's not his style of comedy is not for me. But I look at it as like, okay, I see why it's really like a white people kind of thing. I'm sorry. Like, I just don't know a lot of black people who fuck with this style of comedy. But it's a thing where, like, I could see why white people like it so much. So, like, if it starts winning awards and shit like that, which I believe it has, I'm not, I don't feel no kind of way about it. Like, why would you give that trash an award? I look at it as like, it's not for me, but I can see why white people like it so much. Mm -hmm. And he is a guy that has a very, very high level of artistic creativity so i i i'll give him that from from that perspective but he did an amazing job filming this shit because like like there was a scene like when he starts talking about his mother at the end well i can't i gotta watch these terms but there's a moment when he's talking about his mother at the end and the camera zooms in super fucking tight on his body it's like and it's like starting off like below his head and then it moves up to his face and his like hand is in his face. He's not. T- it had a ton of like these really long, uncomfortable silences. And then mm-hmm. he's he look he he still got his head in his hand and you can see his face so close. And then it pulls back a little bit and he says something like he, I can't remember the whole thing. I've only watched the one point one time, but 
he says something to the effect of like, I know she's going to watch this referring to his mother. And he's saying like, you know, the, the idea was like, I don't know what to say to her about how she's making me feel, but I know she's going to watch this. And then he looks directly into the camera. And I'm like, oh, my God, he's about to, like, talk to his mother directly into the camera. And then he looks <laughs> like he starts to talk and then he doesn't. And then he looks away again and then he starts talking about his mother again. I'm just like. This is so real, dog. <laughs> like, like and, and it, it's they 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 do a lot with like shadows and darkness to where it's like you'll see like the crowds like individuals in the crowd and their shadows and whatnot. And it just makes you feel like you're in a small room with him and like five other people. And I think that just added to the, uh, to that, that raw emotional feeling of it. It's just like, you just see like a nigga about to cry over, you know, his mom, not possibly not accepting his sexuality. And he's dealing with that, telling it to a room full of people, but knowing that everyone's going to see it on HBO in April and it's just like man it, it was it was raw man I, I I don't know I just thought it was really dope I, I recommend everybody watch it honestly no it, it was definitely an amazing uh show man I, and that's one of the first I've seen of that kind where that I even cared about watching like like <laughs> and I didn't know much of, and I didn't know nothing about it other than you know the fact that he was you know coming out and I knew th- and it was funny because I was making a joke I knew that he was coming out before I saw the SNL bit he did. And I was like, man, dude, he, he, he done came out and now he's trying to dress like it too, you know, jokingly and shit, you know, like they always do the jacket with no shirt on and shit. So I was Yo, just, I know, had the same fun. thought. I was like, because again, I watched the SNL thing before I saw the special. Mm-hmm. So he was like, yeah, you know, I revealed that I was gay. And I'm looking like, man, you, you, you immediately started dressing like it. Right. right. Like his fashion. <laughs> And his thing is like it was a it was a dope outfit, but it's like it's it felt like something that a gay dude would wear. Like yeah, I was just like yeah, I felt bad for him. I was like, but yeah, he, he he's out and he's out out. Like he got yeah. he got the he got the gay man out the, the gay black man outfit and shit on and everything. But uh, but no man, but you you know, and it was funny because when cause I think the the joke that me and you and uh, Johnny was talking about was like why was his pants tucked in his socks and. <laughs> So I had made the comment afterwards, like, I think, cause you know, he was like, cause I think that was him in the beginning walking through the streets and shit. Yeah, it was. Like, yeah. going to the, sh- so at first I was like, well, I think he just got his pants tucked so he didn't want to get his pants wet and shit. But the more I looked at it, his pants wasn't tucked. His pants was just rolled up at where his socks stopped at and shit. Oh, yeah. I mean, I it's like, still, either way he- though, I still think that was like the purpose. Yeah. Oh, oh, it's definitely purposeful. Yeah. But at some point I was, and, and but the shit was so intriguing, not this socks, but the show that I just totally forgot about his fucking socks and shit. Like I wouldn't even pay, I didn't even think about his socks no more. And shit. I, was just, yeah. I was just like, this is just, it just had me like, you know, I was just tuned all the way in. Like I, I think I set my, I have a habit of watching shit, playing with my phone and shit. Mm-hmm. I had set my phone down and I was just, I was, I was zoned in, man. Like, you know, it was, yeah, man, it was that was that was a definite dope dope show, man. A, a, if you want to call it a show, um. yeah, and I I think too like another aspect of because like like in the chat we were talking about how slow it started, and I was trying to insinuate to Johnny that all of the slowness of it was for a purpose, 
And that purpose being this is a guy trying to work up to revealing to the world a secret that he's kept for however long he's kept it. And like that slowness of the special, once he actually got in there, that slowness of it was like, you look at it, it's like, well, this isn't very funny and this is moving very slowly. And then he gets to that reveal. And then immediately I was kind of like, all right, well, I, I see why, <laughs> why, why, it got, why it started off so slow. There's a guy that was clearly really fucking nervous about what he's going to, what he's going to be saying. Clearly and, nervous though. And, uh, and yeah, like what, again, once, once I got into it and I was appreciating the vibe of it, vibe of it and like the intimacy, I looked back at how it started and I appreciated that too, because that added to the intimacy, the idea of like, you're just seeing uh, a city with snow coming down and, and he's walking as a thing. And then you see him just like from the inside of the venue with the camera pointing outside, you see him walk in front of the window, walk inside, come in, hand his coat off to somebody walk up on stage. And I, all of that just made it feel super fucking intimate. And I just like, I don't know. Once I found out Bo Burnham filmed it, I was like, man, he really knocked the ball out the park with this shit, dog. Because he really, he really emphasized that vibe of that that rawness and that intimacy. And I'm like, man, he crushed filming it, dog. Because that that really added to it. If you had done that same thing, and it was like, you know, like at the Fox Theater, and he's standing on a stage or sitting on the stage, and it was your usual kind of like, you know, you're seeing big crowd reactions, or you're, you know, the standard kind of like you could see most of the stage. And it's just from different angles. It would it would have been way less, but like yeah, that yeah, intimacy agree. of it, and the, like yeah, and the, and the darkness and the light, the way they would they lit lit it, like that just really 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 added to it. It was very very uh, artful in presentation. Yeah, hell of a show. I, I I would encourage anybody who hasn't watched it to definitely check it out, even if you know the shit. Like we we I mean we gave away what we what was given away to us, but other than that, I think it's. It's still to hear him talk about it is 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 something you can't really spoil. Yeah. Like it's just it's just one of those things. He's just really, really genuine, and it's, it was definitely cool to be able to watch. So, yeah, um, it's all about the experience. So, hey, yeah. So he says that he comes out that he's gay. He reveals some other secrets as well that are pretty big, pretty still other pretty big secrets. No, but, yeah, yeah, absolutely. um, yeah. It, it's it's mainly about the experience, and we can't spoil that. We could tell you though we could repeat the whole thing verbatim, and it doesn't change the fact that it its greatness relies heavily on the experience. Yeah, for sure. So definitely, definitely check that out. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, where you want to go next? Well, we can uh, we can explain to Sophia why we are not roasting her husband. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. absolutely, absolutely. So. <laughs> Uh, if you want to go ahead, because you did some screenshots of stuff, and or you don't have to be did specific I? with it. But we were in the chat, you were talking about it. But oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, I'm not, I'm not gonna read these screenshots. But uh, basically, there's been this dude, who, and I've seen. I think today was the second time I saw one of his videos. But it's just this white dude who I guess is I don't know, fucking lumberjack or some shit, and he he puts big logs on a stump and chops them with an axe. And and it is it is pretty cool to watch. Like I just it's not anything more than what I said, but for some reason, just seeing this guy chop wood is interesting to me. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know why, but women have been going gaga over this guy. Like when I the first time I saw him, it was the same kind of thing where women just like 
yo, why is this guy so hot to me right now? <laughs> like black woman, like, yeah, he's white, but he's hot. Like, as right, that, like right. that's a that's a like normally I don't fuck with white people, but he's a. <laughs> <laughs> but this chopping wood shit is cool. And then the the same thing was happening today with the video that I saw. The only difference was for some reason, all of a sudden, podcasting and the video niggas had to catch strays. Like, <laughs> and I I don't know why this has become a thing, but it feels like for some reason, starting this week, women just decided to point their ferocity at people who do podcasts. <laughs> like, I don't know where this well, came from, and I'm not taking personal offense to it because I mean, why would I fuck them? But <laughs> but like that's just I don't know that. I mean, maybe you could add some context to that, but I don't know why it seems like all of a sudden podcast niggas is coming under fire. But I guess it's probably because of that NFL guy too. Well, I think it was the guy Channing Crowder uh, with his whole thing of, of. I don't think, and I don't even think his hips calling uh, Russell Wilson square was the thing. It was the fact that they found so much shit about him being that he was like he's a fucking square. And it was just right. like, why are you fucking with him? But then it was like, I didn't know he was an ex-football player. And I didn't mm-hmm. find that out to after the fact. Like his show, he's on a show with, uh, um, you familiar with Ryan Clark? Oh, uh, yeah. Ex-football player, yeah. And so I think they're on a show together or whatever. And but <clears throat> and so I think with that, and it's been a couple of other random podcast dudes who've said, like uh, these other guys have been way worse than what Channing Crowder said, you know, just straight demeaning women garbage and shit so of course like it Wait, is so other p- other people in general or other people on this podcast other separate podcast dudes oh, okay okay i've just been saying dumbass stupid shit you know and it's and of course when two people say something all men ain't shit mm-hmm. and it, you know it just go it just goes like that you know and so um but like i've heard that whole thing you know where I, if guys are stop podcasting and and go cut some grass or you know all the shit. <laughs> I'm like, like if, if a guy said if women just stop podcasting and go fucking cook a meal, like man, they would they, they fucking mentions would be would be fucking wrecked. You know what I'm saying? Like, and so it's just it's a one, it's a crazy ass double standard. Although there's not many women out here that I know of just do a podcast to say stupid shit. It probably is. I don't put it past them. Um, but unfortunately, you've had a couple of guys who who's become you know viral because of the dumb shit they said so of course you know and the thing is we ain't out here fucking with nobody we record yeah. on our wednesdays and you know uh as a collective i, I don't want to you know represent all guys doing podcast because there's some whack shit out here but we we don't we don't fuck with nobody we don't bother nobody we out here we're not out here not out here demeaning women and shit and demeaning you know demeaning the opposite sex then going to love on the opposite sex at home in private you know what i'm saying like a lot of these <laughs> motherfuckers are you know so i ain't out here saying women ain't shit then i go home to my wife like no nah. you know <laughs> women are the shit and i love my wife and you know uh, and you know yourself the same and so we're not doing dumb shit like that you know but it's a lot of people out here and not podcast related and shit that you know it's a lot of a lot of women and men probably, but for the sake of women on the topic, who screams hatred for men all day and yearns a man that they can't get, or they scream hatred for men and they have a fucking whole ass husband at home, you know. Right. So I, I just, I just don't understand the, you know, are you a, a are you a closet hater? 
Or <laughs> right. do you really just hate you hate the guy you live with, the guy you've had a kid with too? Or you know, like you know, what what the fuck's going on? Like you know, uh... man, I think it's just wanting to be part of the conversation, duh. And like right now, it's it's popping for shitting on men is popping, which uh, uh, to a degree is valid. Like we still out here doing fucked up stuff, but like it, it, it's like in the specific instance of like the idea of like having a having a husband at home who you love but then coming on twitter and shitting on men all, all fucking day like i think that that a lot of that comes from just this you know wanting to be part of the hating men conversation <laughs> and so you know but what you said earlier i thought was was funny i was gonna say the same thing about uh like if we said something like why don't y'all stop stop podcasting and start cooking in the kitchen or some shit cooking a meal like <laughs> I, I i was gonna say the same thing and and that is like a wild up that not a wild double standard, but it is a double standard. But I kind of like I don't particularly care because there's so many yeah, double care. standards that work in our favor. Yeah. Like it's cool, like, okay, it. that's a double standard, whatever. And I'm not taking it offense to it either. Because I mean I could because like the tweet I saw said something like um like it, niggas should like quit podcasting and doing TikTok videos and start chopping wood, which is a, I mean, I, I get the energy, but that's a stupid fucking thing to say. But <laughs> like, 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 man, I, if only I wasn't doing so many podcasts, I could be out chopping wood. Like, yeah, I like, could, I could, what? I could, fucking, I could build <laughs> like, a wooden house. You know what I'm saying? I could, you know, if I, right, you know, I, just, I could. Like, I don't need to chop wood. Like, like, what? If I don't. I wasn't busy. Like, if I wasn't busy doing an hour of podcasts in a week. You know, I could probably build Noah's Ark and shit. You know what I'm right. saying? But you know, instead, I, you know. Uh, <clears throat> I, I, I don't know. I got. I have three fireplaces in my house, and I'm not chopping wood. Right. <laughs> like, turn the heat on. If I want right. to start a fire, guess what? I got bundles of logs that I can use anyway. Like I don't like. I'm not opposed to chopping wood, but it's just still like, <laughs> like, like man. Well, like podcasting and TikTok it's videos. A, it's like, a hell of a fucking. It's a stupid double a double standard of you know you wanting this archaic guy to you know do whatever the fuck like i i like okay i'm only mentioning it like i don't i don't i don't make a habit of mentioning things i don't like because i feel like it's unproductive or things that i think are are corny mm -hmm. i don't i don't mention shit like that because one i would be a hypocrite and two it's not productive of mentioning shit that you know whatever because i'm like if i don't like it if i don't like something why would i even give it energy to bring it up but for the sake of this conversation TikTok and Instagram has, I always see the most prettiest chicks that can't fucking dance and they do these stupid fucking dances all the fucking time, all the fucking time. And I'm just like, why are y'all so fucking un, uh, what's the word? Like they don't have rhythm, none of that shit. They're just doing it because they're, they're visually attractive. <laughs> You they just feel that they could just dance uncoordinated like a motherfucker. <laughs> and they do these horrible ass dances, but because they're pretty, they have a nice body, they just get away with shit. If they was a if they was a uh overweight ass non you know attractive woman doing it, they would get clowned. But because they're nice looking, they could do stupid ass videos and get attention and shit. And if I was to preach some shit like why don't she stop fucking uncoordinated ass dancing and go make a fucking meal? I get trashed. Mm -hmm. But people need to have their fun however they do. But the shit's corny. 
they're and they're they're getting away with pretty privilege. But whatever. I don't give a fuck because I don't even watch them. I skip over them because they all can't fucking dance and whatever the case. But I bring that up for the sake of there's plenty of shit I could talk about the other sex doing dumb ass shit. And, not, and if I say some shit like they should go and start making some fucking babies and shit, go push a stroller and shit. You know what I'm saying? I would be fucking <laughs> lambasted. You know what I'm saying? Push a stroller. <laughs> That's actually very similar to chopping wood because it's like, why the fuck am I going to push the stroller? Like, <laughs> why the fuck am I going to go chop some wood? You know, exactly. Like, chop a wood you know for it. Uh, but 2022. Yes, right. Exactly. Like, <laughs> you know, wood. if you can push a stroller, you can push a vacuum. You know what I'm saying? Same <laughs> shit. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, nigga, this ain't Yellowstone, nigga. I don't right. Need, <laughs> you'd be out here chopping wood. <laughs> right. But, you know, those, I don't, I don't, I don't have a habit and I purposely don't mention shit that I don't fucking care for because especially if something opposite sex, because I'm going to come off as sexist and some other shit. You know what I'm saying? So women don't think that this is sexist telling the motherfucker, stop doing what you enjoy to go do some manual labor. <laughs> it's like, the exact same now. concept. It's the exact it's like, fucking concept. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, it's and, just, I don't, I don't know. For some reason, I just don't care. I just wanted to get out here and point out the hypocrisy of it. Oh, no, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, yeah, absolutely. I I, I don't, it's, it's nothing that I think about often and, you know, whatever, but the hypocrisy is definitely fucking there. And there the, is, is probably less than 10 guys they've seen viral videos of them being dickheads on podcasts, but now, you know, all, all do podcasters got to go, you know, cut, cut some grass and fucking change a fucking rotor and, you know, cut wood and, <laughs> You know all this stuff shit but you know whatever yes yeah, it's, it's a goofy ass thing to say but I, I will say this there is something i, I don't know I, I and i think i think there is like as a man if you if you have this aspect in you there is something that just kind of i don't know what it is that just kind of makes me go yeah when i see some like super masculine shit <laughs> i don't know like it's like okay, Yellowstone is actually a great example. You you watch Yellowstone, right? Yeah, you yeah. do. Yeah, so like two entirely different worlds. Like the world that we live in, like we are city guys. Like the world that we live in in Detroit is a completely different. Like it's completely different rules in like rural areas like Montana, and that's not the life that we live. And from that aspect, it's very weird watching that show at times because it's just so it's just such a different kind of like culture almost. Right. But there there is something that is cool about just seeing men be manly. Like that's part of the appeal to the show to me is like even though like riding horses and wearing cowboy hats and boots and that kind of shit doesn't appeal to me at all. There is still something kind of cool about seeing guys that are just like wrangling horses and doing rodeo shit. And then getting drunk and beating the shit out of people. <laughs> like, right, it's, like, it's, it's a it's whole barbaric, like, like you know, makes, cool thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it makes yeah. me want to do the fucking uh, the home improvement. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, it's some manly shit, though. <laughs> oh, man. But another aspect of it that I wanted to talk about briefly was that, and, and this was, I, I, I feel like, I hope this was strictly coincidence. There was a on Bill Maher's show. He does this bit called New Rules for anyone who hasn't ever seen it. And the way New Rules is structured is he just kind of comments on things that he thinks should change. You know, say so like New Rule, 
people should stop doing this or something like that. And the first, however many new rules are all funny. But then the last new rule is always a serious one. And it's always way longer than the other ones. Like new rules might start with like 10, 12, 13, 10, 11, 12 minutes left in the show. And he, he might spend like that last five, six, seven minutes on just that last new rule. And this week's episode, the last new rule was about toxic masculinity. And he talked about the idea of uh, women complaining about toxic masculinity, but then uh, liking guys for liking, liking those super masculine men and clowning guys who are not super masculine, but then also complain about toxic masculinity, kind of saying like, yeah, masculinity can be toxic, but at the same time, there's some of that masculinity that, that women really like. And that was kind of his, his point. And then this past week, what did we see? We saw uh, the, the reactions to Russell Wilson when, and, and most of the time people were saying like, you know, don't try to clown Russell Wilson compared to future. But there are a lot of women too who will also be like, yeah, that nigga corny and shit like that. Like, look at Russell Wilson as a square well, was, and look yeah, at Future even, as, as like, the sexy guy. Like, oh, and yeah, it was even and, and this point, it was even a guy, a fucking dude clowning Russell Wilson for being yeah, a and square. That's, all right, I was going to say that, too. Like, like, there was even a guy that was basically saying, like, yeah, give me Future all day <laughs> over Russell Wilson. <laughs> so what's interesting, and I don't, I don't want to cut you off real quick, but mm-hmm. I was it was a point I did want to make about the whole square thing in Russell Wilson. I feel like it's only an issue when a square guy has a woman that they feel is out of their league. Mm-hmm. Because no one cares about all of the random, quote, square guys, unquote, that has regular women or just someone that's not deep. Like, that's not Sierra. <laughs> that's not Sierra. Like, if Russell Wilson was dating uh, the chick from Abbott Elementary, and no <laughs> knock on her, but she's a regular woman, no one would give a fuck. No one would give a rat's ass. No, that's dated. a good ass point, dog. Like people wouldn't give a fuck if he was dating her. But no the fact cares. that it's Russell, Will- I mean, the fact that it's Sierra, now it's a topic of conversation. Now it's a fucking conversation. You know what I'm saying? If that's there's never point. been a situation with motherfuckers that, you know what I'm saying, uh, uh, square ass random white guys dating Amy Schumer, like, do they give a fuck? <laughs> no, because no one deems her as being, you know, I don't know, pink or something. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like. But then, no one cares. But then Pete Davidson dates anybody, and it's like, what the fuck yeah. are they doing with Pete Davidson? <laughs> right, exactly. He's the, the weird, corny-looking motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? So I, I I thought about that. I was thinking about that earlier, and I was just like, no one would give a fuck if it was somebody that's not Sierra, like Sierra type. Yeah. You know, like Russell Wilson with Rihanna or some shit. People yeah. going to be like, what the fuck? Right, exactly, exactly. But, <laughs> Rihanna you know. needs Daniel from Insecure. Like, what's going right. on? <laughs> Right. Or, you know, if, if fucking Russell Wilson was with, which is one of my favorite fucking people. Uh, what is the girl's name? What is the woman's name? Uh, <laughs> she's not one of your favorite people, I guess. <laughs> uh, no, she is, but I, I just don't think she's... Uh, I just don't know her name. <laughs> uh, fuck. Yeah, yeah, that's the funny part. I can't think of her name. <laughs> Give me uh, a clue. Shit. Um, 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 what might I have seen her in? My, uh, Maya Rudolph. Maya Rudolph. Oh, okay. Well, that was random. Okay. <laughs> I, I, well, I was just thinking of like people who society doesn't deem as like a twelve out of ten type shit. Right. 
yeah. You know what I'm saying? He's dating fucking Maya Rudolph. No one gives a fuck. You know what I'm saying? Although she's one of my favorite people. I actually find her very attractive. And whatever. But she's not the Sierra. She's not the Rihanna. She's not the Beyonce or right. whatever the fuck. You know what I'm saying? So no one, no one would give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? You know, so shit. I would have I, I would have bet money that people was looking at Jay-Z as a corny motherfucker to have fucking Beyonce. You know what I'm saying? Hey, so, sir, you know, I was. <laughs> I was like exactly. Jay Z, <laughs> right? Even then, right. it was like it wasn't Cordy. It was just like the nigga just ugly as fuck. Yeah, yeah, like, that was just and, ugly. And he's significantly like this, older than her. Like this camel motherfucking. Like, are you serious? You know what yeah. I'm saying? So, but yeah, I I, I think it's, it's 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 definitely tied. The corniness of you know that thing is t- definitely tied to the to the attractiveness of the woman fully. And that shit would not happen. Oh shit, that was a nasty screen. Uh, for a long time, I thought um, their marriage was like a business relationship. I'm like, there's no way they actually love each other. <laughs> like, what is she seeing this motherfucker? <laughs> right. Like, I understand he's successful, but you successful too. So you don't need you like you don't need to be like star chasing. <laughs> like, no, not at all. Not at all. You know. Yeah. So I. Yeah. Yeah. I. I get that. I just. I thought it was just a fluke when it first happened. I was just like, yeah, you know, he found him a, young, a nice younger who's, you know, up and coming and, you know, whatever the case. And yeah, I guess three kids later and albums together and all that good shit, you know. But yeah, but yeah, but go, going back to, you know, just the point of just, you know, the weird masculinity, but liking the masculine guys is definitely uh, interesting. Uh, uh, interesting topic in- interesting concept yeah and, th- and that's the whole idea that i was kind of getting at was uh with the comparison to bill mars thing was that you know this is another situation where it's like you know there is uh, there's obviously some level of masculinity that is uh not toxic <laughs> like th- with, when it comes to oh, chopping wood man. you want that kind of apparently you want that masculinity all day <laughs> oh yeah and for the record that is definitely true there's definitely masculinity that's not toxic and we can definitely agree with that um, yeah and there's nothing wrong but, with that either yeah no that, absolutely and i don't think we alluded to that at all but it's a fine like it's they would make it seem like it's either toxic masculinity or or your russell, pussy or, or what or, or russell wilson Right, exactly. Like there is no in in between and shit. You know what I'm saying? And so, uh, but you know, hell, I I I guess women like motherfuckers in overalls, chopping yeah. wood. I mean, yeah, you know? somewhere in between Russell Wilson and Future exists this lumberjack nigga. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, Man, I'm mad as hell. Well, I didn't see a spoiler for uh, Snowfall, but I swear I hit I muted this goddamn hashtag. I just need to get the fuck off Twitter. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. yeah, no, it's uh yeah, that the tonight's episode probably ended not too long ago. So yeah, people watching it in waves, so I'll try to watch that on lunch tomorrow. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I might yeah. try to get to it tonight, but I doubt it. Yeah, I, I actually haven't I I've been DVRing it, but I don't I don't feel like it. I know I'm not gonna finish that. I'll definitely <laughs> queue that up for lunch tomorrow. Um so, so oh <laughs> no, go ahead. No, 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 you no, you go ahead, go ahead. I was going to say the last thing I wanted to talk about was um, uh, this thing with Jada Pinkett. But if you had something you wanted to say, we could do that first. Uh, no, I was I was just going to ask you about um, the winning time, but that's actually off subject, really. Um, 
No, we can go with Jada. That's cool. Well, I still want to know what you want to ask about wedding time, though, so don't forget it. <laughs> oh, no, no. I mean, I was just going to say, uh, I, uh, like, how mad were you when you – I mean, I don't – it didn't make much of a difference because you were recording a video and all that shit, but not catching DLC on – Oh, yeah, um... I was mad about that. Yeah. <laughs> I was mad about that. I wasn't I, – I mean, I, I can't I know it's say not a huge certainty thing. and know that I would have recognized him just because I haven't even seen DOC in this era. So I'm not too mad that I didn't recognize him. Like if it was 1990 and I didn't recognize him, I know what 1990 DOC looks like. So I'd be, <laughs> I'd be like at this point, but like I haven't seen him. And I don't know what he looks like. I didn't know what he looks like currently. So I'm not too mad about it. But part of me was mad because I'd be like, well, I do know. I do know who DOC is. And it would have been a nice thing to be able to say in my video like yeah, 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 this guy sure. I was DOC and even explain who DOC is and all that kind of shit. Like I would have liked to have incorporated that in my video, but yeah, eh, yeah whatever. Yeah. No, it's but a- I mean, it was like, I recognized and he looked familiar, but as he was talking and you know how his voice is raspy mm-hmm. and I was like, is that him? And I'm listening to him talk more, you know, cause he had a long like dialogue scene. And mm-hmm. I looked and I and then I, I looked I'm like that thing's in him. I think that's him. Then I went to IMDB and I was looking at people who only did one episode and then it, it showed him. So I was like, oh, okay. Okay. But uh but yeah, but back to Jada. Yeah, so um, and let me just preface this by saying that there this is not confirmed in any sort of way, but I just want to talk about that. You know, I saw a, a, a article that cited quote unquote sources. So <laughs> Take that. Take that. Exactly. Take that for what you will. But it said that Jada said something like uh, basically that Will ain't have to do all that. Like, like, <laughs> like if she wished that he hadn't walked up there and hit that nigga or whatever. And I'm just like, man, I, I, just, I hope that's not true because like it, the, it just looks bad. <laughs> like, that, and that's why I feel like I hope it's not true because the sequence of, uh, events that we had that we were able to see it just doesn't paint a very good picture so like you have chris rock telling the joke first thing we see second thing we see will smith laughing third thing we see jada pickett looking pissed off then the next day or two days later or something a clip got released of uh a shot that showed jada reacting post slap so we see Jada making, you know, angry face. Will gets up, slaps him. Then this video comes out. We see him walking back to his seat and we see Jada laughing. And then she sits still. Will sits down. Keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. In scene. To find out if it's true. To find out that she was like, yeah, I wish she hadn't done that. It just kind of felt like it just like from what we've seen, it looks like he was put in a position to where he felt like where he originally he didn't want to have to do anything or he thought it was funny. Then he saw that she didn't like it. He reacted overreacted as we discussed last week. And then she doesn't do anything. Like she didn't stop him from going up there. She didn't go, Oh my God, why did you do that? Like she just sat there almost like satisfied is how it looked to be like, all right, cool. So if, if she were to actually come out and be like, yeah, I wish he hadn't done all that. It'd be like, what the fuck, dog? Like, at no nah. point did you intervene or uh, try to calm him down or, you know, you you could stop yelling at Chris Rock from the front row. Like, not, like, no point, like, put a hand on him, like, chill out. Nothing, uh, Like, just sat there and 
it, it one sparked it happening based on I don't know if she said anything because we didn't see that, but at least based on that face after he was laughing, sparked sparked it to happen, did nothing to prevent it, did nothing to calm it down afterwards, and then come out like, yeah, I wish he hadn't done that. After this nigga has taken all the L's that he could possibly take in the week since. Like they're like Netflix backed off a movie of his, somebody else backed off a movie of his. Uh he's been getting dragged all week. And then like, like, yeah, I wish he had done that. Like, okay. Like, Wait, well, I, 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 well, like, so I don't I so I've seen a video, I've I've seen clips of not to say clips. I've seen people talking about clips of people, you know, putting blame on her for not stopping him saying it was totally her fault and stuff. And while I get a portion of it, I just, I don't, I have a hard time putting blame on her for stopping it and intervening. But I do think that for the sake of the, of the relationship and what he did, that something like that wouldn't come out in public, even if she felt that way, because everything else is going against him. And it just seems like, that's some shit we talk about at home. Like, okay, yeah. maybe you should have did that, but that shouldn't be necessarily public. But what I what I do think is that people and time is forgiving. If Louis C.K. could whip his dick out and win a fucking Grammy two, three years later, <laughs> I think Will Smith is gonna be just fucking fine. <laughs> I, well, I, I hope so because, like I said, that like there's so many people who have done so much worse who have solved far less consequences than he has. So like, oh, I don't, like, sure. like we talked about last week and I'm not going to bring it, you know, we don't need to start going off about this whole thing again, but like the, the people's reactions to this, like he, the, like people are acting like he like called Chris Rock a nigga and then kicked him in the balls and then pissed on him. Like, like, like he like, shot him in the right? fucking face with a yeah. gauge. Like, no, nah, it ain't that deep dog. Like, yeah, I, I mean, I know us talking about it doesn't, you know, doesn't add to the to the concept of, of it dying out. But there are some aspects of it that are really interesting. And that aspect of her potentially common the situation, I guess, is one thing if she could have. I mean, she could have. I just think it was a lot of shock and awe and surprise and all this. Like I was talking chatting with somebody. And, you know, they were they were basically saying, well, you know, Will Smith laughed and then he went up there. Shit's fake. Like, I I attribute that to like a nervous laugh. Like, no, this motherfucker didn't like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then reacting, whether his reaction was right or wrong. You know, I, 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 I don't know, man. I, I mean, I, I think he probably shouldn't have. He did it and that's it. And I just don't see the consequences really having to be so fucking crazy as as, as people is making them you know what i'm saying but will smith is, won't spend the money his kids 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 won't spend the money he's made i don't think his image is going to be turned that much i really do worry about his marriage though and his sanity with that situation and i wonder if their shit is really more toxic than it even shows as toxic as it is yeah i i think all of those things play a factor in what happened like, I think hanging all of the blame on either Jada or Will is probably a mistake. I think there's various things that uh, that that led to that situation and that putting all of the blame on either one of them. I mean, obviously, 
the bulk of the blame goes on the guy who struck the other guy. But what I, what I mean by that is like, if we go, I don't think we can go fully Will Smith's a piece of shit and we can't fully go Jada Smith is a toxic motherfucker. It like, like I think both of those things can be true and neither of those things can be true. It's just a matter of, I think that, and again, obviously I have no knowledge of this, but just based on the little bit that we know, I think it's a combination of, like you said, kind of like a nervous laughter almost, like ha 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 ha, seeing her reaction and realizing, okay, she's not ha- she's not cool with this. I might need to address it, but then addressed it in a way that shows that he is not in his right mind. I don't think Will Smith uh, two years ago does that. I, I, I don't know. It, it, it felt out of character to me. And I think that's indicative of the idea that Will has probably been going through a lot during this time, ever since the August Alcina thing. And there's probably, I, I don't know. I, I don't want to say like he needs therapy or anything like that. Cause I, again, I don't know, but I just feel like, you know, I've spent a lot of time watching Will Smith from Fresh Prince as a rapper to Fresh Prince as a TV show to, uh, becoming a movie star to becoming you know who he is today to where he's now he's winning an oscar like i felt like i've watched this guy grow from a a teenage rapper into a 50 year old superstar and so i feel like i've seen this guy enough to have a pretty good idea of who he is at least at least a, a fairly good idea and walking up on stage and slapping chris rock feels out of character to me and when i feel i feel like if somebody does something out of character it's probably due to them going through a whole lot that they're struggling to to deal with and internalize. So I think it's just a a situation where all, you know, not all the people, but both of the people involved have had such a difficult uh, few years that a situation like that, that looks like, why would you do that over that kind of a joke? And, and all, all of that, I think was like the tipping point. It was a, like it was just a whole bunch of, of issues kind of bubbling over and turning into turning into that. So, yeah, I don't I don't think it's fair to, to necessarily uh, put all sorts of blame on either one of the individuals. But, yeah, I, I, I like you said, you know, I'm concerned for him. As it pertains to his marriage, but also concerned to him, concerned for him as a guy, like I, I, I feel like like seeing him do something like that feels so out of character that it just made me go like, I hope you okay like 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 okay in the sense of like uh somebody who is clearly going through a lot and i hope he makes it out okay and that he doesn't get worse yeah yeah for sure i i I feel like this this event could have triggered a total spiraling out of of (laughs) of himself and or maybe or maybe he's just a nigga from Philly who socks niggas who disrespect his wife. Hey, 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 <laughs> hey, he did get he did have to get shipped off to fucking LA and uh, Cali, <laughs> right. so you know what I'm saying. So like we do forget he is a nigga from Philly. Right, yeah. <laughs> right. So you know, but yeah, so <laughs> oh that's funny. <laughs> but, I mean it's true, dog. I really do think people forget that, dog. Like 
you think Fresh Prince and, and you think big movie star, and you think, you know, big Willie style, this nigga dancing in Miami and the club and all this kind of stuff that this nigga's done throughout his career. I do, th- I do think people need to be reminded sometimes, he, you know, just in case you forgot. Yeah, he might be going through a lot. And yeah, he might be struggling to internalize stuff, like I said. But he also is a nigga from Philly. <laughs> so shit can pop off. Yeah. Well, yeah, we seen it. Mm-hmm. Anyways, that's all I got. You got anything else? Nope, man, I'm good. We can wrap this on up. All right, well, you know, see y'all next week if, if we do it. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I don't have anything. We, 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 we got all, all, all plans too. So, uh, yeah. yeah. So, I won't be going to any more Pistons games. So that's not gonna that's well, not yeah, gonna interfere. Yeah, that's pretty much done. No playoffs. So, yeah, they only got two left. They only got right. one more home game. I think it's on Friday. And uh, yeah, ain't gonna be no ain't gonna be no playoffs. I definitely won't be there. So, yep. All right, then. Peace. Peace. You can find a What Up Do podcast wherever you get your podcast from. Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, all of them. Do you listen on iTunes? If you haven't already, drop us a review. If you got questions, you can send them to what up dope podcast at Gmail. That's W-U-D-U-P-D-O-E-P-O-D-C-A-S-T at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Facebook or you can find us on Twitter at what up dope podcast. Peace.